Stage, the only podcast that gives you motivation, inspiration, and confidence to be better on stage. No matter how you entertain, sing, dance, band, comedian, public speaking, MC, drag, burlesque, performance art, or street performer, this is the show for you. Hey, rock stars, Reggie Dawson here, your host of the Being On Stage podcast. Thanks for tuning in. You know, the entire month of July, it seems like our focus has been motivating yourself to push past those barriers, being more confident. And, and really taking hold of the performer that you're supposed to be and stepping into that role. After you do that, after you've, after you've put, you know, or actually during, while you're doing that, and you're putting work and you're motivating yourself and you're being confident, I want to spend time and I want to I kind of remind you of once you make the choice to turn this into, into the career that, that you want it to be, your focus has to also shift a little bit to your audience why well your audience is the one that's going to make your career okay you aren't going to make your career you aren't going to pay your bills you aren't going to follow you and and buy your merchandise your audience is going to do that your audience is the ones that are ultimately going to decide whether or not you get paid and ultimately decide whether or not you get paid enough to make this your primary career yes it's possible without being super famous like superstardom everything it's it's possible to make this your primary career without being a millionaire i mean you th- you think about most most single income families are making less than 50,000 a year um you can make 50,000 a year as a performer maybe not your first second third or fifth year but after 10 years of doing this yeah you could work your way up to 50,000 a year performing there's there's other things to, and there's other things to do besides getting on stage to make money. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I, I want to send you that list. I can I can name, I can name a few. I mean, you can sell merchandise, you can sell um, stock photos and videos of yourself performing. Uh, you can have a sponsor or a brand that that you um, are kind of not really a spokesman for, but kind of a, a spokesman for in a way. And all these are other ways that you can get paid. And you can check out more of that list. Uh, I'll give it to you. Just put in your email on my website, beingonstage.com, and I'll send you the whole list of 10 things you can do to get paid. But of course, our primary thing is getting paid for stepping on stage. That's what we want. I, I, mean, I believe that's what you want. Otherwise, why are you listening to this podcast? You want to get, you, you know, you want to step in front of your audience. You want to make this a career. You want this to be your life. That's called a passion, my friend. And I admire your passion. I really, really do. Let's talk about the steps you need to take. And not really steps. I mean, I'm not going to call this like a step program, anything like that. But let's just talk about a few of the things that you got to keep in mind and, and kind of work at while you're making this your career. So starting out, getting on stage, you know, getting over that stage fright and, and building your confidence. And even further in your career, you know, you could always use, you know, you could always use a confidence boost. You could always use a kick in the pants and motivation, stuff like that. But once you get beyond that and once you start really really building your career, maybe you've gotten a few gigs here and there, maybe they haven't even been paid yet. Maybe you're still doing mic, you know, open mic nights. So how do you get, you know, how do you change from motivated and confident to getting paid? Well, I said, your audience, your audience is the one that's going to make that decision. So how do you do that? Well, first, 
You have to create a connection while you're on stage. Now, anything can be considered a connection. Eye contact is a connection. Okay, I think I shared, I'm sharing something on Facebook um, later this week and Instagram uh, of ways you can connect with your audience from stage. And I'm going to kind of, I mean, I'm just going to go over most of them right now of how you connect with your audience from the stage. I, I already said, you know, eye contact. Eye contact is huge. You know, you pick the right moment and the right area of the crowd. I mean, even even so much as, you know, whether you look left or right could mean something. Even changing from left to right could mean something. Sometimes the eye contact is the intensity that you need to draw people in. So a lot of a lot of coaches will tell you, you know, look look into the light, look out into the audience so you so it appears as if you're looking looking towards everybody. And that's true, but there is also something to say for making direct eye contact with a few individuals. And they don't have to be chosen individuals. They don't. I'm not saying plant somebody in the audience. I'm saying just random people that listen. If they're looking at you, they are wanting to be drawn. They're they want to be drawn in more. Make that eye contact at that crucial moment in your show. Maybe you're maybe you're talking about something that's really difficult and it's really emotional and you make that eye contact and you just start to well up a little tear in the corner of your eye that is powerful my friend if you make eye contact with someone as you're starting to get emotional on stage that is powerful let me let me ask you a question when someone gets emotional do you not feel connected to them when you when you talk to them i mean i'm saying like you're you're talking to someone and all of a sudden they get a little emotional do you not feel drawn into them that is what needs to happen on stage. You can draw them in with eye contact at the right moments. The other thing is using the stage. Now, it's sometimes you have a large stage. Sometimes you have a small stage. Sometimes you don't really have a stage. You're just in some type of performance space. But wherever your audience is kind of creates where your stage is. Use the area that you have. Don't be afraid to walk and take a few steps. Listen, if you if you're playing an instrument like a guitar, for example, and you got a microphone on a stand, take a music break and step out from behind that microphone. You know, walk over to the left hand side, you know, stage left. I've, I've done an episode on stage directions. I hope we all know them. Walk over to stage left and, and play a little bit for the for the audience or try not to use a microphone on a stand. You know, try a wireless mic. Try something like a headset mic where you can, you know, walk around freely and move around a little bit. Listen, a microphone stand is great. You know, if you for emotional numbers or solemn numbers or or even just like ballads and just slow powerful numbers. But getting out from behind the microphone stand and using the stage and walking around and walking up to people and sometimes even walking into the audience, it creates that engagement with them that there's no barrier. That that microphone stand acts as a barrier. Listen, Right now, I'm, I'm talking singers, songwriters, musicians, but dancers too, you know. A lot of times with a dancer, they'll do their whole routine, you know, kind of more center stage and not downstage. But you got to have those moments where you go out towards the audience. When you approach the audience, it helps to pull them in. It helps them feel engaged, connected to you, and like they're a part of the show. Like they're not just there watching something because, listen... If I wanted to just watch you, I would stay at home and look at your Facebook page or your Instagram or your YouTube because hopefully you're posting videos of yourself if I just wanted to watch you. No, 
Your audience wants to experience you. They want to have an experience of going to your show and seeing what you do and and living it up. <laughs> so you have to go towards them. You have to use the use the area that you have, but also use that space you have between you and the audience and fill it up. Get closer to them. Get into them if you can. I mean, I know some stages don't allow you to because you have to jump off and then you can't get back on without like going around or something. But if you have the possibility like a flat stage or you're, you know, performing on the street or if it's just a small step or even st- I've performed on stages where they have steps that go down in the front of the stage. Get into the audience. Get in there with them. So another way you can. Uh, connect with your audience and, and kind of get with them is sharing something real. And I talked a little bit about it when I mentioned eye contact. And that is whether you're talking to them just in between numbers or if you're dancing for them, you can share something real and raw. And a lot of times that creates even more of a connection. So if, you, if you're if you getting emotional, get emotional. If you're getting a little upset, get a little, now I'm not saying yell and scream at your audience, but I'm saying if, if you have that moment in your show where there's power and there's a little bit of anger, use it. Share that real emotion that comes with the why you created this performance, this song, this dance, this act in the first place. You know, if you have a five-minute show that you're putting on or a 10-minute, a 30-minute show, chances are at one moment there's something that you've prepared because of something that happened in your life. I used to do it all the time. I used to do songs that represented how I was feeling or something I was going through. And I'll tell you, if you share that realness, that real emotion that fueled that creation of the performance in the first place, that song, that dance, that whatever, it's powerful to them. They can feel that. Basic, basically, humans need two things. They need, well, I mean, food, water, shelter, clothes. Well, we don't need clothing, but we should have clothing nowadays. <laughs> But we need connection. We need human connection. And the way that one human connects to another human is through sharing something real that they both can get behind. Whether it's, you know, some people do performances for um, for awareness or for protest. Some people do performances just to share some emotion that's going out. Some people do powerful motivational performances. I listen to a lot of motivational music uh, things like Katy Perry, uh, she has a few, um, Roar, Rise, uh, I listen to Three Doors Down, that's my favorite band, but they have some motivational ones, the one I'm listening to right now is Broken, gosh, there's so many other ones, Macklemore, the rapper, he's got one, Can't Hold Us, that's a really motivational n- number, but the, things like that, the, imagine those people on st- on stage sharing those, just standing behind a microphone, no, they're gonna get into the audience. They're gonna they're gonna like get out there and like like share it with them and get in get into it. like that's the best thing you can do is get into your show. Like the the well, I guess that brings us to one of the other reasons. Hey, how else you can share with them is having fun. Just simply enjoying what you're doing on stage, getting into it. And and if you, I hope you understand what I mean by getting into it. Like putting your full self into that show, into that performance and having a blast. Like don't hold yourself back. Don't stop yourself from doing something because you're scared. Have fun with it. Even if you fall flat on your face, as long as you get up and have a laugh about it and have fun, nobody's going to care by the end of the show. Listen. Okay. So speaking of having fun, there was a show I did with a buddy of mine and we're lip sync artists. 
we you know we take a, a song and we we recreate an outfit we recreate the whole performance sometimes we tell a story in this particular one we were recreating a, a green day uh show and we didn't have any instruments at all uh we decided we were going to do it kind of like you know little kids at home recreating a performance so uh my buddy he was the main singer so he had a microphone which the microphone was actually i think it was one of those like old microphones that when you talk in it echoes like the echo phone i don't think they have them anymore but when i was a kid in the 90s uh they they had them so maybe you had one maybe your kids had one maybe you have no idea what i'm talking about but there were these microphones that you could they were like neon colored and when you talked into them you echoed it was like the it was the coolest thing as a kid to just have that echo uh, so he would use that as a microphone. Another buddy of mine played, you know, played guitar, quote, I'm using air quotes, by the way, played guitar uh, using a broomstick as a guitar. And I played the drums. And we didn't have drums because, you know, we were recreating a show, almost like an air band, like air guitar, air drums. But I used um, bar stools as drums. And I, I laid one down facing the audience where the, the stool part was facing the audience. That was the bass drum. And then I had uh, three stools around me. Those were the snare and the toms. And then for cymbals, I think we used, I think we turned a bar stool upside down and we put like paper plates or something. Like we, we glued paper plates on it. I don't remember what we used for cymbals, but we had fake cymbals too. And I'll tell you, during that show, I played the crap out of them stools. I mean, I one. I had to really, truly believe in myself that those were drums. I had to to believe that those were drums. And that's imagination for you. We all have imagination. We're creative. We have imagination. So I, I was, you know, I had to believe in myself. I had to put my, my thoughts together as if those were drums. So I, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm going to town. I'm getting into it, man. I'm having a blast. I feel like a drummer on stage in front of a million dollar or a million, million dollar, a million people audience like i feel like i'm performing in front of literally hundreds of thousands of people on these drums aka bar stools the point of this little story here is i had fun i had a blast and that created a connection because you know what people said to me afterwards nobody said why were you playing bar stools what were you what was the point nobody questioned it do you know what they said to me you were amazing on the drums I wasn't even playing drums and they told me I was amazing on the drums. Why? Why would someone tell me I was amazing on the drums when I'm banging on a bunch of bar stools? Because I made them believe it. So if there's something you're putting out there, there's something that you're sharing with your audience. One, you have got to believe in it first. Two, you have to have fun with it and they will see it. They will see it as if it's meant to be seen. But if you're nervous and if you're just kind of timid about it, but the, the buddy that was playing the broomstick guitar, they didn't get very many comments. They got questioned by their friends and they hung out with negative people. I mean, what can I say? They got questioned by their friends. What was that about? And they came to me and told me, they're like, I don't think we should have done that. We should have used real instruments. It's like, why? I We had a blast. Well, so-and-so said this and so-and-so said, you know what? I could give two craps what so-and-so said because get into your show and have fun with it and they won't be able to say anything nothing all right 
Whew, I always run long on these podcasts now. I just get going. I'm noticing the further I get into July, the longer the podcasts are going. So, I'm hopefully I'm not just rambling because I don't go back and listen to these very often. Sometimes I do, but I hopefully I'm not just rambling on and on and on. But I guess the, the point here is when you're on stage, you have to create that connection with your audience. And I've given you four ways you can do it. That connection with your audience is going to help you get paid. It's going to help you move forward in your career. It's going to build your fan base because those people that believe in you, those people that see you and, and connected with you and engaged with you that, that you, I'm sorry, that you connected with and engaged, those are the people that are going to turn around, follow you on social media, come to your next show, buy your merchandise and support you in your growing success. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to work with you actually. Uh, so you can jump on my calendar, beingonstage.com slash calendar. Uh, we can chat it up. It's completely free, but I'd love to work with you and, and work through some of the things that you're working through. Find new ways to connect with your audience. Find new ways to engage your audience. And uh, listen, if it's just a kick in the pants you need to move you forward, I can do that too. I have no problem helping you out in that area. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. I see the new listeners we've gotten. I, you know... It's great to see the, the podcast growing and, and knowing that there's more artists and performers out there that are getting the, the motivation and inspiration and the confidence boost that they need. So thanks again for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please leave a five-star rating and a comment on this podcast. Helps other people find the show. 18-minute show. Thanks, y'all, for listening, and have a great day, and keep on shining.